Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Tina Scott, Watson IoT IBM, discusses Meet AI, my new coworker. Welcome, everyone, to the Innovation Learning Theater, sponsored by Join Digital. We're here for Meet AI, my new coworker, presented by Tina Scott, Watson IoT Business Development Manager at IBM. Thank you, Rachel, and I appreciate all of you taking time out of your afternoon to join me for this session. So um, as Rachel said, I am the business development leader for our Watson IoT Cognitive Solutions here at IBM, and I've been working with clients in the facilities management space for about 20 years now. So I started back at PSDI, which um, I don't know if you are familiar with them. They were out of Bedford, Massachusetts, and they were the makers of Maximo. Well, in 2006, a wonderful thing happened, and Big Blue acquired MRO Software, and then I became an IBM employee. So I spent a large amount of my time in the smarter buildings, smarter planet space, began learning a lot about that. And then in, um, in IBM fashion, we acquire another company, which was Trirega, right? So we brought on the Trirega portfolio. And ever since 2011, I've spent a good bit of time working with Trirega. And so now I currently support our Maximo Trirega and Watson IoT offerings. And I currently reside in Atlanta, Georgia. Any any Atlanta natives here? No. Well, uh, it's a great place to be and go dogs, right? So um, so anyhow, I um, you know I, I wanted to survey the room real quickly before I just dive in. How many of you in this room have active IoT projects going on? All right, we have someone in the back. Yeah. Okay. How many of you um, have AI projects or interested in exploring AI or in the beginning stages of it? Okay. All right. Good. So a few of you. Um, so it's my goal at the end of this session that you all will begin to kind of formulate your own use cases on how you can apply AI across your organization. So um, before we dive into the slides, though, I have a, a video. I, I don't I care if they lay me off either because I told I told Bill that if they move my desk one more time, then then, I, then I'm quitting. I'm going to quit. And, and I told Dom, too, because they've moved my desk four times already this year. And I used to be over by the window and I could see the squirrels. And they were married, but then they switched. C. Hi, Milton. And, What's happening? Mel, we're going to need to go ahead and move you downstairs into storage B. We have some new people coming in, and we need all the space we can get. But there's no space. So if you could just go ahead and pack up your stuff and move it down there, that would be terrific. Okay. Excuse me. I believe you have my stapler. Milton? Yes. What's happening? I wanted to say, you. Milton, you know what would be great? Wait, no. Since you're down here, it would be really great if you could just sort of take care of the cockroach problem we've been having in here. No, that's really not my job, and I, I haven't received my so, paper. For now, why don't you go ahead and get yourself a flashlight and a can of pesticide and. Excuse me. 
All right, so that's a scene from one of my favorite movies, The Office Space. Hopefully uh, none of you are, I trust none of you are operating in that kind of environment today, right? So I thought I'd just add a little bit of humor to that. But um, so, so we understand the role technology has play, or is playing in the nature of our work. So um, where we, what we work on today is, has changed, right? So if you look at the past, we typically worked on very large pieces of equipment. It wasn't automated. Technology wasn't embedded in it. We typically worked in our silos, and you have um, the same person that's skilled in working on that one piece of equipment. Well, today, what we find is a lot of our assets and equipment are connected, and they're IT-enabled, right? So, so we have to understand how this technology impacts the different types of equipment that we're working on. We also know that where we work has changed, right? So we all typically work in more modern offices today, maybe sustainable buildings, um, ergonomic furniture, and, and we also work outside of the four walls of the business or the building, right? So we're more mobile and, and we depend on our technology in where we work. And then the way we work has changed. So, um, again, you know, we, we refer back to office space and Milton has his own desk and, and, and he's in his cubicle and paper stacked up. Well, today our offices, we operate in more flex space, collaborative space. And whenever we're trying to solve complex problems, we use skills like design thinking, right, that encourages innovation and creativity and more of a collaborative effort. Um, so the technology is playing a role in the nature of work, but then even further, it's playing a role in our relationships at work. And I've been hearing a lot about that here at Cornet, where we have the lines of HR, IT, and facilities. So HR obviously focuses on the employee, facilities focuses on the structure, and then we've got the C-level that focuses on technology. Well, now we understand that these roles interconnect, right? And, and they depend on each other so that we have that engaging client experience that will increase productivity across our organization as well as help us operate more efficiently. And why do we do this? We do this to stay competitive and, and maintain that competitive edge. So um, Fortune, Fi Fortune Magazine interviews Fortune 500 CEOs and, and ask them, you know, what are some of the common challenges that we see? Well, we know that 25% are saying that attracting and retaining talent, skills, skills shortage is a big challenge that they're facing today. And then 33% are saying the rapid pace of technology changing is a tremendous challenge. And I think we all face that today. It's just changing at a rapid pace and as soon as we feel like we're getting our arms around it you know we have something else that that's introduced like AI right um, and then another fact which I'm sure you all are aware of is that 30% of space is underutilized today so that was also a big concern that these CEOs are having so um, 
So as we look at, at real estate, we know that behind labor, it's a leading co- contributor to cost across an organization, right? So when we look at the real estate, we have our lease and mortgage expenses. We have our, um, our operation and maintenance costs, utilities, janitorial costs. So all of these costs go into operating our real estate. And Verdantex, which is one of the research firms that we use here at IBM, they state 90% of firms agree that space efficiency will have a significant um, improvement in cost savings if they can get their arms around it. And then secondly, they also state anywhere between 40 to 60% of space is underutilized today. And it's not necessarily that the space isn't available, it's having the right type of space. So do you need space for concentration or collaboration, or is it for learning or socializing? So it's really understanding what is that space that I am going to need. And not only is it for reducing cost, but for improving employee productivity, right? We've heard a lot of a lot about that when we look at the cost of an employee. So I think research tells us that, you know, you spend $3 on energy, you spend $30 per square foot on space, well, you're spending $300 per square foot on an employee. So we know that increasing productivity is certainly going to help us reduce costs per square foot. Um, And another interesting research that I saw from Gartner states that an employee spends an average of 27 hours per week trying to find space. So so that's another... uh, piece of research that we were able to um, to identify to tie back to productivity. So fortunately, IBM, we have a solution to help in this area. So we have IBM Tririga, which is a full life cycle management application, all the way from real estate, facilities, to maintenance and operation, energy. So we really have the full portfolio to help on the operational level. But we understand that just the operational side is not enough, right? So we need to increase and add AI and IOT to that. So um, when we when we're looking at space, we you have your your actual tracking, your seat assignment. And that's not real time, right? So when I when I talk about IoT, it's adding those sensors so that we can begin to understand actually how the space is being utilized and by whom. And some, some of the different ways that we, that we uh, pull in this real-time occupancy data is through badge data, Wi-Fi, and sensors. So those are some of the different ways. We know that badge data is the you know, traditional legacy way that you can actually use some of your existing infrastructure. But then we also have Wi-Fi that will allow you to understand from an actual zone, space, or workspace area. 
So as I had mentioned, um, you know, we, we've, we have Tririga for the operational level, we have IoT, and then we have AI. And some of you nodded your head that you are exploring AI. So when, when we look at the areas of AI, we're talking about anomaly detection. We're looking at market insight and, and space selection or site selection. Where do we want, you know, to, to place these sites? And then we're also looking at space optimization. So those are some of the areas in the future where we, where we will begin adding AI intelligence to our offerings. So um, I just, Rachel, just informed me how we've got five minutes. Okay, so I am going to actually skip to this video for you. This is a very exciting time to be in real estate, on the technology side in particular. We're seeing real estate transform in a way it hasn't in decades. IBM's global real estate organization supports 1,300 locations across the globe. We have approximately 78 million square feet of space, and we are located in about 110 different countries. It's a big footprint, and within that, we provide all of the services related to our real estate. Historically, it's been important to run our buildings efficiently, but it's becoming more important as we start to use that technology for occupant experience. We're constantly focused on what we can do better in our space because we have to continually adapt to the changing needs of our employees and the changing trends on how people like to work. Our people are our greatest asset. So creating an environment where those people can thrive and excel is essential. Through uh, acquisitions and divestitures, there's always churn in the real estate. And it's super important for us to understand if we have the right amount of real estate, the right mix of real estate. And with that is the need for really good data to support us in making decisions AI and IoT are having a tremendous impact on facility management. Technology is key to how we do our jobs. We have deployed Tririga globally for our space management, for our lease management, and we will be deploying Tririga for our capital projects. It enables us to manage a global portfolio efficiently and effectively. Tririga allows you to lessen the amount of technical expertise you need at a local level and bring it to a more global or regional level. So you don't need the boots on the ground to have all the technical expertise because you can administer it and manage it from a central location. We're starting to see success in our Tririga deployment. It really has enabled us to understand our complete portfolio better, giving us that ability to scale insights that we haven't previously had to strategically look at our real estate portfolio to reevaluate our portfolio and improve it. Yes, it is an IBM product, but it, it also brings a best-in-class service to us and makes us more productive. That's ultimately why we're using it. Real estate is not just about bricks and mortar. Facility operations is not mops and buckets. It's really about hearts and minds of people. What we do impacts every employee that comes into our space and impacts our clients as they come to our space. We really have a unique opportunity to touch so many people. All right. So thank you, everyone. I, um, 
I wanted to end on the video because that's our IBM global real estate team. And uh, Marianne Flores, who you just saw in the video, she's the director. And I felt it was relevant because of the size of our portfolio. So as she had said, we have over 78 million square feet, 1,300 locations in over 110 countries with 350,000 employees. So that's a significant portfolio to get your arms around, right? And just a few comments that she had made her quote about, you know, real estate, it's not just bricks and mortar facility is just not about mops and buckets. It's about hearts and minds of people. And that's really important when you look at the overall workplace experience and, and not only looking at the physical place that your employee resides, but their emotional well-being as well, um, which, which ties all of this together. Um, so I will save a few minutes for questions if any of you have any. And this is just a, uh, a map of where our locations are. Any questions? All right. Well, thank you all. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for tuning into What's Next. Have an idea or point of view? Want to record a podcast of your own? Visit cornetglobal.org slash podcast.